Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar. Come walk with me through the life and ministry of Jesus Christ as told by Mark in his gospel. We'll journey with the Savior to the cross and celebrate the good news of his true salvation. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in faith, hope, joy, and peace. And the world can use more of that right now, don't you think? Let's dig in. Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. Jesus is the only one with almighty authority to forgive sins. We all are in need of healing in one form or another. In these next passages in the Gospel of Mark, we learn that Jesus can not only heal the sick, but heal the sin-sick soul. Let's dig in. Mark chapter 2, starting verse 1. When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, what is he saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can, can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. So he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven? Or stand up, pick up your mat and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat and walked out through the stunned onlookers. They were all amazed and praised God, exclaiming, we've never seen anything like this before. Next story, Jesus calls Levi, or Matthew, verse 13. Then Jesus went out to the lakeshore again and taught the crowds that were coming to him. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collector's booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. Later, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. But when the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. 
I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. That's our verses for today. That's Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 17. Well, here's some PowerPoints on this. They were, let's start with the first one. They were back in Capernaum, probably in Peter's house. The uh, New King James Version says that Jesus was in the house. <laughs> Imagine 50 people in a small house or so. There were people outside also trying to listen to Jesus' teaching. The last time Jesus was in Capernaum, he left early after praying. We um, write about that in, in chapter one. So for the paralyzed man's friends, there was a sense of urgency. They didn't want to miss Jesus again. Hence, they did what they could to get their friend to Jesus for healing. The man sought healing, not forgiveness. Jesus forgiving the man shocked the crowd, the man's friends, and the teachers of religious law. Many people had seen or heard Jesus' healing, of Jesus' healing. Jesus referred to himself as son of man. Those of you who have been with me through the Old Testament will remember that God called Ezekiel son of man. Jesus, Jesus' use of that term would have reminded the Jews of the Old Testament prophet. However, he used it rather than Messiah or Emmanuel, God with us, or son of God to signify that he was human. He had authority. That's having power and the right to exercise it. Jesus had the authority to preach the good news, to heal, to cast out demons, and to forgive. Jesus doesn't just heal the paralytic's body, but also his soul from the disease of sin. The people were amazed and praised God. When was the last time you praised God for something good that happened? A sinning tax collector becomes a disciple. Taxes, we all hate them, but we've got to pay them. In first century Israel, the Jews had their religious government and there were the oppressive ruling Romans. They collected taxes regularly. Tax collectors bid to have the privilege of collecting taxes. These were Jews collecting taxes from Jews on behalf of the Romans. Right there, they were considered lowlifes. To pay for that bid, the tax collectors then overcharged the people, and the people knew it. So you'll see that throughout the Gospels, tax collectors are lumped together with sinners. So here's some key points on this story. Levi was from the tribe of what? Levi. These were priests and temple attendants. They were supposed to be holy people. Levi will later be called Matthew, the, one, the person who wrote the book of Matthew. He probably had already heard Jesus's teaching or heard of him. Note too that Levi doesn't ask questions. He left his booth and followed Jesus without a second thought. More than likely his leaving his job angered Romans. I need to click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes that I embedded a video. It's just a clip from the video series, The Chosen at the bottom, which depicts the calling of Matthew, the tax collector. I believe one of the problems many people have is that they overthink things. They overthink the salvation of Jesus, which is really rather simple. Just like Matthew, Jesus is saying, come, follow me. 
just get up and go. Later at supper with Levi and some of his friends, Jesus is accused of keeping company with tax collectors and sinners and other scum. In other words, low lives. What Jesus says next is the key to this passage. And I quote Mark 2, verse 17. Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Do you think you're righteous? Do you think that by going along with man-made religious rights, rituals, rules, and regulations makes you right with God? You are so wrong. You've been deceived. Every one of us is a sinner. The moment you realize that will be the moment that you realize that you need a, you need the salvation and spiritual healing that can only be found through Jesus. And I have a link to a related article in my blog. Is pride holding you back? Mm -hmm. So who do you follow? A church, a preacher, an idea, today's culture? Or are you married to your job, a career path that you hope will lead you to success? Friend, what you are seeking cannot be found out in the world. It can only be found through Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't suffer torture and die so he could have religion. He died so he could have a personal relationship with you. And he told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. That is Revelation 3.20. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Let him in. What are you waiting for? It's time to get right with God. So invite Jesus into your heart and receive the, the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog. I click where it says, how to invite Jesus into your heart. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. 
Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.